I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine. And Caroline. Jealousy is a disease. Get well soon. For real, though, jealousy is very normal. We've all experienced it to different extents at different times. Stanley's gotta go. Stanley's gotta go. He does it every time. He does it. Sorry, I have to get up and open the door. He starts with us and then he leaves. Okay, go open the door for him. If you're watching, you couldn't see him, but he was like sitting on the floor. So jealousy, it's so prevalent everyone experiences it everyone experiences it themselves either feeling jealous but also on the receiving end of jealousy and of the projection onto you that that can have and so I want to talk about that like what jealousy actually is why we experience it some examples of when I feel jealous or Catherine feels jealous and also some examples of what it can feel like when you're on the other end of jealousy as well as you know how to minimize jealousy in your life because it's not a good feeling it's one of those nasty feelings that you can't really control but that just really drain you of energy and don't feel good at all But jealousy is never intentional. It's a combination of emotions and it's a natural human reaction. The emotions that are usually tied to it, I would say anger is number one. I also think fear is a big one too. Usually jealousy is rooted in some sort of fear. But it's a natural human reaction and so it doesn't mean that you are like lesser than if you experience a lot of jealousy or that you are better than somebody else if you don't really get jealous and you're you're kind of chill and you're good at doing that. But I think it comes down to security and insecurity because obviously if you are feeling jealous, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you're worse than whoever you're comparing yourself to or whatever situation you're comparing yourself to. That just means you're not secure in that situation or comfortable enough in yourself to believe that you are on the same plane. Exactly. Like, it doesn't mean better or worse. It just means, oh, this situation obviously triggers a sense of insecurity or a fear of some sort. And so 
while it's a normal human emotion, it can be heightened by reinforcing behaviors if we continue to reinforce it and we let ourselves spiral with it. And we can also limit it and decrease it by getting to those roots of the fears of the insecurities and sorting those out. We're then naturally going to experience a lot less jealousy. But also the the sense of not feeling jealousy again it's not better or worse if you are someone who isn't getting jealous that just means you're securing yourself and your position within Mm -hmm. the statement i feel like this relates a lot to the confidence episode we did because a lot of it was security and honestly the underlying tone about a lot of things we talk about is security in yourself and where you're at and obviously if you're more secure and comfortable and confident within yourself it's going to be harder for jealousy to affect you Mm -hmm, true but it is also even more normal at a younger age to feel jealous because it's so rooted in insecurities and fears and because when you're growing up you're kind of figuring yourself out a little bit you're not always 100% secure in who you are in every aspect of your life and so I think that's super relatable to us as well as our listeners because you know in the grand scheme of life we have a relatively younger audience but there's even research that shows that 80% of people 30 and under have experienced extreme jealousy in the past year, whereas for people 50 or older, it was 69%. So that shows one that like it's very widespread and everyone experiences jealousy, but it is skewed a bit more towards that younger population and was literally 80% of the population experiencing that. As well as I thought it was really interesting when I was looking into some research on jealousy that people are much more likely to be jealous of people in their own gender that who identify similarly to them than somebody else. And I think that's because it's easy to see like, oh, this person, mm-hmm. I'm reflected in them in certain ways, but they have this that I don't have or they've been able to achieve this that I haven't. And so so it's a lot easier of a comparison. I feel like you would go further into like identifiers, age, mm-hmm. lifestyle, etc. Yeah. Like the more similarities you have with someone, the easier it is to compare yourself with someone because it's so much more mirrored. Exactly. You're so much more mirrored in them. And so it's a lot easier to see yourself and the parts that are reflected in them are the same as them and the parts that are different. And those differences are probably what's going to make you feel jealous but it's a lot easier to see them in someone who you resonate with a lot more someone Mm -hmm. who identifies similarly with you because if you take it the other way around like if you're a girl and take it from like a career standpoint where historically a lot of people have felt like men have more career opportunities you would be more jealous of a woman who has the opportunity than the man because you may be angry that you feel like maybe men are getting a shot more than you are but it's easy to pin that as the reason why whereas if another woman gets that and you identify similarly as that it's like why wouldn't I be in that position it's a lot easier to feel jealous of that versus being able to say oh it's because of their gender or oh it's because of their age and they have more experience or it's because of this so you're a lot more likely to feel jealousy towards people who are demographically more similar to you so I want to talk about situations when I feel like I get the most jealous because honestly I wouldn't say that jealousy is a huge feeling that I get I honestly feel like in the grand scheme of positive and negative emotions that I experience jealousy is not as prevalent as some others are I think it's because I am so Mm self-focused that I 
tend to compare myself to myself or compare myself to like my potential or where I feel like I could be more so than I would compare myself to other people but the times that I do catch myself feeling jealous are mostly when somebody has something that I want that I feel like I have worked harder for or that they haven't worked as hard or for whatever reason aren't as deserving that's when I catch myself being like well why do they have that they don't deserve that I've worked harder for it that type of jealousy those types of thoughts and so for example like if somebody has a genetically great body and you feel like you're putting in so much work with your fitness and nutrition and living healthily but you feel like they just genetically have like a perceived better body than you but they eat like shit sometimes that can be really frustrating because you're like well I put in all this work why do you deserve to look like that and I don't look like that or if like travel is super important to you but you haven't maybe had quite as many opportunities or in this moment don't have as frequent opportunities as somebody else and then you see other people like going to all these luxurious places all the time but you feel like that's just the situation that they were born into with their family or something and they haven't worked to support that for themselves you're like why do they get to be in that situation and I don't or maybe somebody gets a job and you feel like you're more qualified with me being on social media sometimes I look at people's pages who have more followers than me and I compare myself to that and I'm jealous of how do they have this audience that is bigger when maybe I feel like my content has more meaning or maybe I perceive that I work harder even though I don't really know anything about their story or how hard they work that every time you've been saying deserving in this whole thing I want to jump in and be like it's not actually that they are more deserving or that you're less deserving because you don't see you don't know anything about them or their side and you're just using that as an excuse to justify you not being in that position because jealousy is less about that other person being in the position you want to be in and more about you not being in the position yeah it stings more that you are not there than it does that they are there yeah and so you saying that they deserve more you don't deserve it enough or justifying something being like this is stupid that they have more or have this or in this position because i work harder maybe you don't that's true you just you don't know and see how hard they work or what they've done to put themselves in this position. Maybe someone is doesn't have a job and is traveling a lot because they, for the past few years, have been working and saving money to do that. True. Not because they were born into it. Sure, there are absolutely people who are just born into it and don't have to work. And of course, everyone's on a varying scale of things. But the deserving piece is no one is more or less deserving than you are mm. for something. No one is more or less capable. Of course, people are built with different strengths and and opportunities but at the end of the day it's not about the other person it's about you and jealousy is about you and how you are trying to justify not being in a position where you want to be that's very true especially the justification part because I think when you experience jealousy you might make assumptions to justify you being jealous like you're making Mm -hmm. the assumption that that person hasn't worked for it or you're making the assumption that that person isn't deserving of something and you're using that to justify your own lack of having that or your own jealousy and your anger towards those feelings yeah well that's a really good way to put it and call me out and like I said like I actually think I'm quite good about not being jealous but those are the situations situations where I assume for whatever reason that somebody hasn't worked as hard as I have for something then that is when I feel myself a little bit triggered with jealousy I don't know what do you, do you have things when you said the stats of like in the last year I was trying to think back to in the last year times that I have 
been jealous and though i know that like i have absolutely been jealous Mm -hmm. a million times in the last year i can't think of anything that was like so severe that it was crippling or like took over insanely which just comes down to like once again being more like self-assurant and being more confident in yourself and i could see someone that like i have means to be jealous of them given all the context of jealousy that we've just went over i have means to be jealous of them they are somewhere or doing something that i want to be doing or Mm -hmm. be but because i care more about myself than i do about because it's i know that it's more about myself than it is about them I think jeal- that jealousy, those feelings are rebranded into just, like, the anger or the fear, not the jealousy. Like, I've learned to skip the jealousy and take it away from them, even though that's a really easy excuse to pin your negative feelings about something on someone else. Once you, hopefully by the end of this episode or the end of, like, listening to our show, you'll get to a point where you skip that feeling of pinning it on other people or blaming your lack of being somewhere on other people and just bring it back to yourself and then there'll be other negative feelings that fill in there but it's not jealousy it's not focused on other people that's a very good way to approach it because i think most people would not be as self-aware to like take the charge the negative charge away from the person that they're feeling jealous of and recognize that like it's not that person's fault that you're feeling that way like Mm -hmm. somebody else's life genuinely is not there to build yours up or destroy yours like we all have independent lives and are on our own paths and somebody else having something doesn't mean that you can't also have it it doesn't mean that your time isn't going to come for those things too and also like somebody else just living their own life and doing something does not make them a bad person but it's so easy when we're jealous of somebody to project onto them and create this persona and make them out to be a bad person and project that negativity onto them and I think most people at one point or another have been on the receiving end of that because and to feel like you've been on the receiving end of that does not mean oh I think I'm better than people of course people are jealous of me it just means that you've had an experience with somebody where maybe one aspect of your life intimidated something of theirs and so there was jealousy around well, a certain thing. you got something over someone. Maybe it yeah. was like an award in school exactly. or like you got picked for a sports team or mm-hmm. got a job over someone else or anything of the nature. Those are more like blatant things but there are a lot of subliminal things that you may not even realize or the other person probably doesn't even realize. That is like a jealous moment. Even like you getting more attention in a social setting yeah. than someone else. That is a huge thing for a lot of people especially when people are like used to being the center of attention in social settings one of our like mutual friends we were just with and we were talking about our our mutual friend who neither of us are like super close with anymore and we're going through these like the last times we were with this other person Mm -hmm. and we realized that like the reason they blew up was because that person was not getting the attention they were not in the they were not the like topic conversation like they're used to yeah and that was a huge point of jealousy and that's like why we're not friends because it didn't work that relationship didn't work because jealousy got in the way because there wasn't enough space for us all to like share the spotlight and shift it around yeah you know how sometimes you almost feel guilty for an achievement 
or not wanting to celebrate something or you like say you're in a you're on a sports team and you get an award for something you know how sometimes instead of feeling celebrated and like you have the freedom to celebrate you almost feel like guilty like oh don't look at me Mm -hmm. like take the spotlight off of me that is a very very clear sign that you have had jealousy projected onto you and you feel like your successes can't be celebrated because they're gonna make somebody else feel bad whereas your successes maybe siblings too that's probably a huge one for people like growing up siblings if you had like a younger sibling Mm -hmm. and maybe it was even like you your mom would always be like oh take them with you if you like had plans type of situation like you just couldn't do your own thing or be proud of whatever you were doing because like say you played a soccer game when you were like 10 and your younger sibling was six and you had to like take a picture with the trophy and then you're like th- your little sibling got in the picture and like you can't just have your own moment because someone else had to get into get in it too like that that may not be blatant jealousy but that's that all like bubbles up and yeah. stays or in and around I just know there are so many times where the friends around me I feel like I've had to keep so much of like my life kind of very private to myself like I haven't felt like I could be open about celebrating the things that I'm proud of whether that's like certain podcast achievements and social media achievements and opportunities that we've had through building this and just being excited about what we're building here like there are certain people who I feel like I can't talk about that with and feel almost guilty talking about that with because I don't feel supported by them in that sense and I it almost makes me feel like just even speaking about that makes it seem like I'm bragging whereas I just want to share that experience with somebody else and I feel like situations like that happen often where like maybe there's there are people that you just feel like things are superficial with and that you wouldn't be supported if you wanted to share things with. I think it's very clear. Fake friends will be jealous of something that you have and try to minimize it and even make you feel bad about it, whereas real friends will be able to celebrate with you and support you. And make things seem bigger than they actually are. Yeah. Like, you could, I don't, you could have the most minute thing and, like, your friend would blow it out of proportion being like, this is incredible, because they, like, genuinely feel that way. And, like, that's what you should be going for. You shouldn't have to not say things or try and hide things or downplay your achievements around people yeah do you want to learn a new language maybe for an upcoming trip maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages maybe you just want a new skill rosetta stone is going to help get you there When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Caroline and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer, listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly. And the best thing about Rosetta Stone is that Rosetta Stone offers a lifetime membership. So you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons, all the languages, forever. So I've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my Mandarin and let me tell you Rosetta Stone is incredible. The way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my Mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch. Of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive. You learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out. 
Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for postgrad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything, car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this Ambition Card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the Ambition Card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. You should never feel like you have to shrink yourself for the sake of protecting other people because that's that's not about you. That's about their own insecurities that then they feel like they have some sort of power to project back onto you and try to make you feel bad for something because in reality, it's them that's feeling bad that they don't have it. You see how it's kind of like a cycle. It's like we can feel jealous of other people sometimes, but like in Catherine was saying before, she said that she, when she feels jealous, it feels like she channels it more into you know, anger about the situation a little bit more than pinning it on that person because it's never the person's person. person. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. now you've just villainized some some other person and mm-hmm. then like ruined your impression of that other person, which has nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. And more to just like how you feel about the situation. I will say, even if you are like a real friend to someone you are likely still going to find yourself in positions where you're like you are jealous or feel negative feelings coming up when you're like I know I should be proud of them and want to be proud of them and want to support Mm -hmm. them but sometimes some things just hit so close to home that you are going to feel jealous but that's a time when you can be aware of it and try and separate yourself from it even though in the moment maybe you're like celebrating someone's accomplishment like a little celebration party and the whole time you don't want to be there you're like feeling negative feelings maybe it's jealousy maybe it's like anger or frustration um or like disappointment in yourself because you're not in that same position or something isn't going as well that's still gonna happen to you like you're still gonna find yourself in those positions but being a real and good friend to someone means putting that aside as best you can and no matter what like supporting them maybe it takes so much extra effort for you to go out of your way and support them but you will still do that because you genuinely do like deep down you do care and the jealousy and the discomfort that you're feeling in that moment is separate from it yeah that's still valid and that's still likely going to happen but there's a difference between just like pure jealousy and just wanting the worst for someone yeah and understanding that those feelings are literally just feelings that everyone feels and that you still want to celebrate them and support them Mm mm-hmm 
I think it's really interesting how people will act very, very differently about a person in the same position when they are a stranger versus when they're someone close to you in your life. I think that it can almost be cool to be jealous of people when we see them online. Like, take Alex Earl, for example, and the obsession around her. People love to watch her and be like, oh my god, she's so much hotter than me. She has all these opportunities. She gets to travel. And they admire it. But I guarantee you... Those are positives. Yeah, and those are very positive things. But but you see that. And because this person is separated from you, you're able to admire it. Versus, I guarantee that the same people that admire somebody like that, if you put that person in a room with them, they would likely have this insane jealousy and they would act incredibly different towards Mm -hmm. the person. Because... There could be people in their lives that are half as successful, have half the opportunities, are half as hot, but because they're close to you, you feel some sort of level of competition and intimidation. So it's a lot easier to admire people who are, you know, 10 steps removed and who you're not close with, but then feel jealousy towards people who are in your circles who could be acting the exact same way. And that's just a super interesting concept because I think those people who are separate, they don't pose as a threat to your life. Mm -hmm. Whereas those people who are close, they cause some sort of fear and insecurity in your own life directly. But those same things, someone being harder than you or more successful or having more opportunities than you or like living a better lifestyle than you do, that you, when they're just on social media or far away from you, whether it's like an influencer or someone that you just have them on social media, like a mutual friend type situation, that you're like, oh my god, I'm so jealous, like in the best way possible, like I, I, like I'm, I'm eating it up, Mm -hmm. you know, like I would love to be there, you see it as a positive, you're like, oh, happy for them, like that's, that's crazy, like I'm following and I'm invested because I'm enjoying this and I would want to be there, but I don't know them, so I'm not gonna. I can't feel jealous because it's not actually like personal. Those are all positives. That someone being harder than you, more successful, having a better lifestyle than you do. Those are positives when you're viewing them from afar. Yeah. But when that person becomes like in your in your circle, if you're put in the same room with them, then those same people that are like admiring these people, they're gonna get so catty, they're gonna get so bitchy, so jealous in the negative way, because now those things are like a hindrance to them in their minds now those all those same positives have turned into negatives about that person the same reason that they would love that person if they were on social media or separate from them is the exact same reasons that they're jealous and that they hate them in real life truth so let's dive a bit deeper into what causes jealousy since we've touched on it so much throughout this with the biggest roots of jealousy being insecurities and fears If somebody seems to have something that you're insecure about or even is secure about something that you're insecure Mm -hmm. about, then you're going to feel threatened by it and that's going to cause some sort of jealousy. Whereas if you're secure about that, you could see somebody else having it or you can see somebody else feeling secure about it and you can almost be inspired by it and you could admire it because their having of that doesn't threaten you because you understand that somebody else having something doesn't take away from your ability to have it too and so it all comes down to your security and you could notice that there are some things that you don't get jealous about at all maybe you don't ever get jealous about friends that are in relationships you don't ever get jealous about like the clothing that people have and things like that but then maybe there are some aspects maybe career things and opportunities you feel like you get so triggered by when somebody else around you gets an opportunity and you feel like you haven't had something like there might be certain aspects of your life that you feel really trigger jealousy and others that you're totally chill with and so that's a sign that you 
have securities in some areas and insecurities in other areas and really it's just kind of giving you a roadmap of what you need to work on in the areas that you need to heal and again that's totally normal considering that like we literally quoted a fact that 80 percent of people under 30 experience some sort of extreme jealousy in the past year like everybody has areas that they are not 100 percent secure in For example, if you're jealous of somebody else's opportunity, that might be a sign that you're insecure about your own life situation, maybe your own career, your own abilities. If you're jealous over somebody else's beauty or their looks, maybe that's a sign that you have some insecurities surrounding your own self-image. Usually, you can quite easily tie it back to where the insecurity is rooted within you based on what you feel like is triggering your jealousy when you see it in somebody else. And then fear is another big thing. Maybe we're insecure. I mean, I also think that insecurities and fears can kind of go hand in hand. Like if you're insecure about something, you probably have some sort of fear surrounding it. A lot of the fears that are going to be tied to jealousy or kind of be the root of jealousy, fear of failure, fear of inadequacy, fear of abandonment or being replaced, fear of being judged. These are all very common fears that are often the root of our jealous behaviors. So by recognizing what fears lie behind those behaviors, then you can understand what you need to target and what you can manage better. For example, if you have a best friend and then they start spending time a lot more with another person and you find yourself being very jealous of that, the fear is probably rooted more so in like a fear of abandonment or a fear of being replaced because maybe that other person is actually a great person and it's not like you're upset that your friend is spending time with that person and you're like oh you're you're hanging out with a really shady really mean person like it has nothing to do with the person in this scenario it's just that you're feeling jealous that somebody else is getting some of their time and that's probably rooted in some sort of fear of abandonment or being replaced and maybe that's even more deeply rooted in something that you've experienced with your past and a pattern that you've experienced so you can likely trace it back to a fear and then trace it back to okay why do I have that fear maybe there's some sort of situation that's happened to me before that I feel like is repeating itself lol or if going back to the somebody else is having success and opportunities example do you probably have an internal fear of failure I know that like That's probably something that I experience the most in terms of a fear is a fear of like... I feel like that's the most abundant fear within jealousy because it may not just be like, oh, someone else got this opportunity. It's just you see characteristic... (laughs) Characteristic... You see characteristics of other people that you want for yourself and seeing them in other people just reinforces the fact that they're not where you want them to be with yourself yeah and then the immediate feeling is like oh my god I don't have that right now like that I've failed I'm never gonna get there blah blah blah, I failed it doesn't have to be a set in stone like oh it's like this person got this job or this promotion or like something so aggressively obvious it can be little minute things but I feel like the fear of failure because we just talked about how jealousy is not about the other person it's about yourself it comes back around whenever you're feeling jealous, there's likely some sort of, like, failure or something you want that you're afraid you're not going to get or are incapable of getting because it's jealousy comes back on you. Like, that's what it's about. It's Mm -hmm. about you and how you're feeling. And I honestly feel like the fear of failure is one of the biggest fears within jealousy or reasons 
of jealousy fear of failure coupled i think with fear of inadequacy like fear of being average or not being enough even more so than fear of failure altogether i think that we also don't even want to be like on the lower half of something if not totally failed we don't even want to just be like average or below average it's like a fear of just complete inadequacy whether that's living up to societal standards or just the standards that you've set for yourself so as I was thinking through this episode, I was trying to think through situations where I've experienced jealousy or just, like, the notions of jealousy. And one of the biggest things was, in my head, was it's such a waste of time. It's such a waste of time because when you're jealous, you spend that time and energy. Say it is because you actually want something that you don't have and someone else does. Or you see it in, in a bunch of other people or you see it existing out in the world. And you that's something you want for yourself. The time you spend, like, being jealous, because it goes beyond just, like, the 10 minutes in the moment that you feel of jealousy. A lot of times it's, like, longer term or deeper rooted. It's such a waste of time because the time you spend being jealous is time you spend taking away from your opportunity of actually achieving it, which is just so counterintuitive. So If true. you're jealous. Because often we'll, like, ruminate on it, and then it almost sets a... Uh negative connotation in our own minds right it that ruins like it oh for you. now that's impossible now every time you think of that concept you're gonna have these feelings of anger and jealousy versus being able to spend that same time and energy working for it yourself and taking the steps to get there mm-hmm. it's time for another season of the palmetto porch an original podcast from discover south carolina i'm devin whitmire join me as i get to the heart of what makes south carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special premiering december 5th find the palmetto porch wherever you get your podcasts and for more information about our show visit scpalmettoporch.com And then the other piece of this is that when you're feeling jealous, you're just reinstilling in yourself that you can't ever get there. Mm -hmm. It's just like reinforcing negative beliefs and thought patterns, which is just, once again, counterintuitive, and you should not be doing that. So I would say in terms of the effects of feeling jealousy in your own life, one, it's such a huge waste of your time and energy in ruminating over being jealous of other people and the anger that that causes you rather than using that time and energy to take steps forward for yourself and then because of that it stunts your own growth because you've created these negative connotations around whatever it is and so that's going to hold you back from ever moving forward there yourself and then finally by seeing whoever you're jealous of as a threat instead of being able to see them as an inspiration or as an equal you're limiting the people and the relationships that you're able to have in your life and the opportunities that you're able to have in your life. Because if whenever you see somebody that has something that you don't have, if you see them as a threat and therefore you have this negative association with them and you cut them off rather than being inspired by them and wanting to learn from them, then you're never going to open yourself up to learning from other people and to elevating yourself through the relationships and opportunities that these people could bring because you're just scared of being inadequate or feeling inadequate if you're around somebody that has what you don't have or what you want so of course we're not going to end an episode without giving you steps to either fix or minimize the feelings of jealousy of course not of course not of course not of course we wouldn't be silly so first and foremost and most importantly 
is build your first own. First and foremost, <laughs> and most importantly, and and number one, continue and number important. one, and uh, the best for first. Build your own self confidence, especially in the areas that you feel trigger your jealousy. Instead of seeing jealousy and your experience of jealousy as a super negative thing and something because I feel like feeling jealous you can almost feel like ashamed of it no it's such a normal feeling to feel some sort of jealousy sometimes and it literally gives you a roadmap of what you still need to do some work on and have some healing on so it literally tells you where you might need to work on your self-confidence and build up your security so that should be your number one step because that's going to have such a positive impact on every aspect of your life because not only are you going to be limiting jealousy but you're also building up the confidence in those areas and the security in those areas which are just gonna help you in all different ways and then because jealousy is so normal it is gonna come at you but maybe when you feel it in the future like and Catherine said before try to separate those feelings of anger from the person itself and then Try to throw it away and preserve your peace as much as you can because it is just a waste of time and energy, you know? Make that separation so that it doesn't limit you from, like, experiencing whatever you're experiencing. And try to get rid of whatever that negative feeling is altogether, like, as much as you can. Just because all of these things, usually they're just a waste of your time and energy and it's possible to almost choose not to feel them and move forward. Most things are a waste of your time and energy. And, and the things that aren't are the things that are really obvious that, that you should be putting more energy into. I feel like there are always things that you're doing that you can be like, this is, this is stupid and a waste of time and I should just not do it. Number three, if an environment is consistently toxic, then I would leave that environment and cut that source off to begin with. So you can cut that off if you're always feeling... Okay, source, I think you're saying it as in, like, people, but I think but a lot a of... a certain environment. Like a, a s- certain environment, like, the house you live in, the way your room is. Of course, like I said in... Like I've said in so many episodes, because environment is such a huge thing, if you can't just pack up and move to a new, brand new place, like, go down to the smallest things of, like, rearrange your room put different bedding on like paint the walls like change your environment in that way to whatever extent you can maybe it's just like cleaning yeah maybe it's just deep cleaning throwing a bunch of stuff away you can change your environment in little ways it does not have to be like packing up and moving across the country Mm -hmm. and then i would also say in a people sense if there are certain settings or groups that always consistently make you feel inadequate then take a step back from those Obviously, also talk to somebody. I feel like that's a natural recommendation for everything because you're going to keep spiraling with your thoughts over and over if you're just keeping them in your own head. So if something is like legitimately really bothering you, like tell someone that you trust that it's bothering you and likely they'll have something to say or even just listening to it and letting you get it out is going to be super helpful. And then finally, throw out all of those negative connotations that somebody else having something means that you can't 
and start believing that you are on your own path and that everything will happen at the right timing as long as you focus on yourself and you stay focused on yourself and you stay going down your path without caring more about somebody else's journey than about your own. I think that's what jealousy does. It causes you to think so much about where somebody else is at that you forget that you're on your own path. So stay in your own lane. And always remember that jealousy is a disease. Get well soon. As always, thank you guys for listening. We so appreciate you listening and being a part of this show with us. So, if you want to get more involved, be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, at Girls Littles Pod, at Catherine Kaneen, at Caroline Kaneen. Those are all also linked below, and so you can DM us, send us a message. We also put question boxes up, both of us on our personals, but also for the podcast if we ever do double takes or like question submissions one you can always dm us two we'll put up question boxes on occasion Mm -hmm. so be sure to be following those and checking in so you don't miss them yeah also make sure you're following the show wherever you listen on spotify on apple subscribing on youtube and if you feel so inclined leave a five-star review If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The ambition card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com.